Special. Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Alex. And I'm Anthony. And as you might have guessed from that intro, we're, uh, this is a little bit different of an episode. Uh, we're recording this the week of E3 um, because both of us like video games mm-hmm. very much. And we wanted to talk about some of the stuff that was covered in that show. Uh, so this episode will be a little different. Uh, and if you're not that into video games, sorry in advance. This is not going to be an enjoyable episode for you. <laughs> We're going to talk about video games the whole time, so yeah. if that's not for you, that's okay. Or maybe it will be enjoyable. You don't know unless yeah, you stick around. Yeah, maybe you'll learn something yeah. about video games. Yeah, that you didn't want to know or did want to know. I don't know. Let's go. Yeah, so the first game that I want to talk about that was revealed at this E3, um, and I should just say up front, everything I want to talk about today is from Nintendo, because <laughs> I'm a huge Nintendo fan. That's totally um, fine. And they revealed a couple of new games from series that I really like, uh, the first of which is a new game in the Metroid series. Uh, it's called Metroid Dread. Um, it is a new, the first new 2D Metroid game in 19 years. Whoa. Which is a very long time, as you know, uh, from your knowledge of time. Um, it, it stars intergalactic bounty hunter Samus Aran. Uh, it continues after the events of Metroid Fusion, which is the... Uh, 2D Metroid game that was released 19 years ago for the Game Boy Advance. So tell me about that, because I don't know so this So in that game, game. Um, there's like this virus called X. I actually haven't played this game all the way through. Um, okay. Uh, because I hadn't really gotten into Metroid 19 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, there's this like virus or, or this parasite called X that like fuses with Samus's suit and then like somehow creates a clone of her that she can't defeat and like you have to kind of avoid this clone and like while progressing through the game's different hmm. levels. Um, okay. It was kind of a unique uh, Metroid, 2D Metroid game. Uh, there have been five. This is going to be the fifth game in the like 2D Metroid series. The first was Metroid. The second was Metroid 2 Return of Samus. The third <laughs> was uh, Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, and now Metroid Dread um, is like all the same story arc. Oh, okay. Um, Metroid was released for the Nintendo Entertainment System, the like original, the original NES. Yes, the original NES. Nice. Um, so was the sequel. Then Super Metroid was a Super Nintendo game, and like I said, Metroid Fusion was on the Game Boy Advance. So we skipped the entire DS generation, like all of those. Um, there was also the Metroid Prime series, which um, was on the GameCube and Wii. Um, and there's a fourth one of those in development right now, but there were no details about that at this conference, unfortunately, which is Mm. fine. It's fine. Um, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, So in this new game, she's descending upon the planet ZDR to investigate a mysterious transmission sent to the Galactic Federation, which is just like the galactic governing body in this universe. Um, So the remote planet has become overrun by vicious alien life forms and chilling mechanical menaces. Uh, and apparently this parasite from the previous game is like made a reappearance and they thought it was destroyed and it wasn't, which is, you know, classic sci-fi thing. Um, and there's these new robots called EMI, uh, E-M-M-I, which stands for Extraplanetary Multiform Mobile Identifiers. Whoa. Um, which were previously sent as research machines, but for some reason are now hunting Samus and you can't destroy them. Um, they're like indestructible, so you have to avoid them. There's a big stealth mechanic to the game, it sounds like. Um, and that's kind of where the dread 
part of it comes from because you're kind of being stalked by these machines. <laughs> okay. Um, and they can like destroy you in one hit, so you have to like be strategic about when you like engage with them, which should be never. Um, what um, format is this game? Is it like a like a 3D RPG kind of situation? No, or it's is a it like- it's a 2D uh, side scrolling. Have you played any of the Metroid? No, games? I haven't. Okay, yeah, this, it's kind of hard to describe. Then it's kind of, kind of think of like a Mario platformer. Yeah, okay, um, like an original 2D Mario platformer. Mm-hmm. It's it's the same like perspective. Um, okay. The graphics are 3D, but you navigate in a But you space. navigate in, in, in that way. And this is on Switch. Sure. I don't think I mentioned that, but everything Nintendo is on Switch anymore. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you acquire new and familiar abilities as you traverse the many environments. That's kind of a hallmark of this series as you explore the world. You come across an obstacle you can't get past, and like eventually you find some kind of upgrade to your suit or something that lets you get past it. Like mm. Jumping twice yeah. or like a new kind of beam that opens doors that are a certain color. It's, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's... I, I love these games. They're, it's a very satisfying kind of uh, kind of loop. Um, mm-hmm. And they said the word dread in the title signifies fear and terror, which isn't, that's, yeah, that's what dread means. Uh, but in this entry of the series, the team has created a fresh new take on the Metroid experience by combining the series' universal theme of exploration with the concept of a looming, terrifying threat. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's Sounds re- cool. Yeah, it's going to be released on October 8th of this year, too. Oh, that's pretty soon. Yeah, which, yeah, it's, it's not that far off. Um, apparently, the game has been in development on and off since 2005. Um, it's been canceled and, like, re- restarted twice wow. <laughs> at this point. So um, it's finally coming out. It sounds like it's pretty much done at this point. They just, just need to release it. So Metroid cool. Dread. Would you recommend playing the original? Um. Ever? There's definitely a story between all of them, and there's actually been a remake of both the fir- of the first two games. Oh, um, though the remake of the first one was on the Game Boy Advance, and the remake of the second one was on 3DS. So if you're on Switch, you can't really oh, okay play them. Because yeah, the reason I was asking was because I have that like Switch the Switch pre um, online subscription yeah, or whatever, and I you think, can get NES games on there. Mm-hmm. I think Super Super Metroid and at least the first Metroid are options on there. Um, okay. And there's kind of a story that runs throughout them. Um, but they also pointed out this is like a de- it's a standalone entry too that you could pretty much jump into if you really if you wanted to. But cool. Sounds really yeah, fun. I'm excited for it, if you can't tell from how much I'm talking about. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> like pretty much anything Nintendo makes is like super top notch quality. So mm-hmm. yep. I will say that. You can always count on them for that. Yeah. All right. The first game I wanted to talk about was the Elden Ring. Ooh. Which looks so cool. Yeah. And um, I, okay, so so first of all, uh, Miyazaki, I didn't write down his first name, not the film Miyazaki, but the video game Miyazaki, uh-huh. is, <laughs> uh, is collaborating with George R.R. R. Martin on this game, on the design of it, which mm-hmm. is like so cool to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, because you know that the story is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love story rich games. Like that's kind of like my whole, and I like fantasy stuff and the trailer for this looks a lot like the Witcher, honestly, but just with like, you know, just like a different setting. I don't know if you saw the trailer for this oh, yeah, one. Oh yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. 
I didn't. Cause I didn't. I only watched some of them. I did not watch the whole thing. I think you you probably watched all of it. But I didn't. yeah, I did watch this, um, the entire uh, the summer games kickoff is where this was announced, and I, I watched uh, that whole okay. presentation. This was cool, really cool, honestly cool. one of the only things that was worth watching. From that, <laughs> okay. So. Well, I just like started googling like keywords of what I would like, and this came up immediately, and I was just like, yes, perfect. Loved the trailer. This is so my type of game because so people that don't know me super well might not realize this, but I actually really like games that have like a creepy element to them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why, but just that's like fun. Like it, it ups the the tension a little bit yeah. and it's like fun for me to play that. Like I like horror games and stuff. And this looks like it has that in it. Like it's, you're kind of traditional, like open world fantasy, like you're on a horse, and but like the horse is like a spirit horse. Like Yeah. The horse has like horns like, or something. <laughs> the horse, yeah. The horse has horns and it also is like, it's like a ghost. Like it can like spirit in and out of existence like under you and stuff like it's not like a normal it sounds very convenient yes (laughs) they probably made that choice for like gameplay convenience but it's cool it just kind of adds this whole like i don't know just everything kind of has this air of like kind of like creepiness and like the monsters a little off yes exactly and the like the main character they kept describing the main as like tarnished but like i don't really know what that means but it's kind of like just the way that they like the whole they um presented the whole setting i just really liked it um and yeah and the monsters in it look super creepy and there's like definitely something that like collects arms in the game which is like so weird yeah there's a but lot like, of arm ooh. stuff in the game like there's <laughs> there's the pot that has arms and legs have you did you do you remember the seeing that in the trailer no, no there was a pot i remember yeah. there was they were hanging from something at one point yeah over like there was like a bridge or something With i arms? watched it a couple times yeah yeah no, but there was like a pot that had arms and legs. It was like running around. I don't remember that for some reason. That was probably <laughs> no, my there was just part. a big. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, this is not a spoiler because it's clearly in the trailer. But there's definitely some type of boss that is just like, um, a rat king of arms, which is like, <laughs> what is that? Ugh, I just like, what? I don't know. I wasn't expecting like going into yeah. this trailer. So there's a little of this bit thing, of body horror. There's. A little... <laughs> When I was going into this trailer, I just wasn't expecting that element. And I was like, oh, okay, this looks really intense and like an awesome like setting and the world, like the world building looks really, really good in Mm -hmm. it. Um, So yeah, so I was excited about that. And uh, I guess like it's supposed to be kind of like Dark Souls games, I guess somebody said, but Mm -hmm. I haven't played those, so I don't really know. Yeah. I can't comment on that. It's like a series of game that's known for being extremely difficult. Um, Oh. But Kind of, you're right about like the Witcher comparison because it's kind of the same like third person um, like live combat. Um, but yeah, and I actually was reading an article about this game earlier today that said they're going to try to make it like a little more accessible for people compared to some of the Dark Souls games, which are like well, extremely hard. Because um, that was like my first thing when I saw who was making it. I was like, oh great, I'm not going to be able to play this because I'm not oh, good enough. Be too hard. I'm not good enough at games that I get frustrated too easily. So. Yeah, because I don't I don't play them just to play on like extreme nightmare mode of stuff. Yeah. Like I don't really that's not you know, I do like obviously for it to be a little bit challenging, but not like mm-hmm. that, you know. I, I don't want to go into a game and be like, Yeah, I'm gonna have to keep doing this level like fifty times yeah, and beat just it and feel a sense it, yeah. of it. Yeah, like no. I'm not, I yeah, just want to so like, hopefully it won't experience be like that because I really want you to get to story. play this game because yeah. you seem excited. <laughs> I don't, it looks cool. Well, because I, I played The Witcher. I didn't end up finishing it because it's so big and it's, I just it's a big game. I, I I reached the end of my normal at that time of like, okay, I could put this down. I've now. seen enough. <laughs> um, but it was really, really great. And it looked very similar to that. And I liked that. So I, I 
it seems like a really cool game. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. The next game I want to talk about, also from Nintendo, also on the Switch, WarioWare Get It Together. This is kind of a this is kind okay. of an oddball one to include, but have you ever played any of these games? No. Okay. <laughs> that's I mean that's not that surprising because it's kind of a niche title. Okay. Um, and I was really excited actually to see they're making another one because they're there's these super weird games. Um, <laughs> basically, the like the the core concept of WarioWare is you just play this series of extremely quick mini games that like oh. literally take on the scale of like seconds to play. Oh, like, wow. You're, you're shown the screen, like a one word prompt comes up, like fight or something. And you have to like <laughs> take out an enemy or like push and you have to like push something off a shelf. Like it's that quick. And you just like have to figure out what you're supposed to do for each one. Um, so this one, it that says, sounds fun. it's, they're really fun games. And like, you just keep going. And like, as you go, they get faster. And like, each of them usually has like three variations that are increase in difficulty and the difficulty oh. scales up as you go to. Yeah. Um, and you have like a certain number of lives. So like if you fail a game, you lose a life and then eventually you like, you get your high score of how many games you're able to complete in that round. Gotcha. Um, so this one, this new one has over 200 of these micro games. Um, and uh, you can, this for the first time in the series, you can play them co-op with somebody else. Yeah. Which that I, sounds like so much it fun. It seems like it would be such a good party game for that. Like, um, so, like, one of the examples of the games where you had to, like, kind of work together was there was one where you had to rock a baby in a cradle. So you, like, both had to, like, push the cradle from opposite sides. Um, <laughs> which, like... the the games are super weird. Like there's, I, I cannot like emphasize how strange they are. There's like these usually like really strange art and it's kind of like surreal and abstract in a way that's just very, very bizarre. Okay. Um, yeah. Another, <laughs> they said from assembling a robot to pulling out a statue's armpit hair, uh, WarioWare, <laughs> get it together is a comedic cooperative micro game mashup. So yeah, just again, there's just, you never know what you're going to find for these wow. games. Um, so this is also kind of a new feature in the game is you actually control a character in them. Um, in the previous ones, you would kind of just perform the action yourself. Like the original game, you only would, you would like press buttons. Um, in the second one, I think it was the second one, it's called WarioWare Touched, and it was like the touchscreen of the DS, and you so you would like do actions with the stylus. Um, they also had one that was like full, just like motion controls, like moving the actual system to play okay. the games. But in this one, you're actually controlling a little character on the screen and have to do the actions and each character in the game uh, has different controls. So each, like each of these 200 games, like you can also play it with like 10 different characters that all have to do in a different way. Oh, so wow. there's like a lot of variety. Yeah. Like you, if you play as Wario himself, he can like jump and use a dash attack to push things. But then you have like a character named Ashley that can cast like a ranged spell attack. So she can like fire something from across the screen. Whereas Wario has to like jump up and attack something. And they're each going to have like different advantages depending on the game. Um, wow! And on top of that, <laughs> there's more. You actually like you pick three different characters at the start of a round of the game, and those also rotate randomly. It'll just randomly cycle so which like, one you're controlling. You're playing oh my this gosh. game with Wario. It's like do the thing. Oh, now you're playing this game with Ashley. Now do the thing. That like, sounds hard, actually. I mean, yeah, it's. The, the game can actually be pretty challenging, <laughs> um, but eventually you kind of like learn the different games and you kind of, you kind of develop like an idea of like, oh, if it says do this thing, I kind of know what I need to do. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, so 
I'm really excited about this between like the just like the char- the different characters and like the the co-op play. Sounds yeah. like it'll be super fun. Um I super appreciate that Nintendo continues to make really good like co-op games. Yeah. They really yeah, like, they're, they're, the they're only one of the one... few that's still making stuff you can play with somebody on a couch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I don't get why everyone's like, yeah, we don't care about that anymore. Like, wh- people yeah. still like to be in person sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, with, like, the weirdness of this game, it kind of reminds me of, like, the Jackbox games. Oh, yeah. Which are yeah. always good to put out a party. And it's, yeah. like, another thing where you can play with other people in the same right. room. So, yeah. So that's that WarioWare Get Together. That's also coming out this year. I forgot to write down the date, but I think it's in September. I think it's in September. But uh, don't hold me to that. Um, I forgot. Yeah, so it won't be that long. That's awesome that it's this year again. Mm, yeah. I just realized I forgot to mention uh, the last game I talked about is not coming out this year. It's coming out next year. Right. Yeah. I think that was a 2022 and they weren't yeah. any more specific than that. Right. <laughs> uh, but that's great that that's coming out. They're releasing a bunch of stuff this year. It's awesome. Yep. Okay. Well, the next game that I wanted to talk about is also Nintendo. Yes. And it's Breath of the Wild. Two, dun, 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 the uh, sequel. I am so excited, yeah. and I know you are also. You know I am too. <laughs> ah, I'm so excited. I just have to. Uh, Breath of the the first Breath of the Wild was like when I was playing it, and immediately after I played it, I really, really strongly felt like it was the best game I'd ever played in mm-hmm. my whole life. Yep, like that's how good it was. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. And it for some reason, like I have tried to go back and kind of like replay it and stuff, and for whatever reason, like it, it doesn't. For me, the replay value is not as much because mm. I feel like, which I know that's not what a lot of people feel, but I'm just stating that right now because I part of the why I loved that game was like discovering stuff. Yeah. And so once you kind of like already know what's there to be discovered, if that makes sense, like it's a little oh, yeah, less no, that's, like. That's such a good point because like part of it was like, what's over this hill? Oh, it's an entirely new like area or like yeah. ruins or something. It's like, oh my like, gosh, there's this skeleton over here mm. oh, my, oh there's this whole town there it is like and i see it in like the distance let me go over there like little puzzles everywhere too so there's like always something wherever you yeah. go which i feel like a lot of like games with a world that big there's stuff to do is very sparse but it felt right. like in breath of the wild there was just like it just wasn't ev- like every every two feet everywhere in the world there was something yeah um it was just so well designed and so amazing to play yeah it's like one of those things like i wish i could i wish i could play it again but not remember, but, but not know things. Yeah, mm-hmm. like play it, like play it for the first time again because that was just like amazing. So yeah. I have very high expectations <laughs> for the sequel because um, I'm sure it'll be just as high quality. Oh yeah, uh, and that is just super exciting. So um, what I saw in the trailer, and you can add other things that you noticed in the trailer, mm-hmm. but um, it looks like there's a new gadget there's some type of arm thing yeah there's some that's kind happening. of weird arm thing happening <laughs> so, that we don't know what that is yeah yeah so in the first game there was the sheikah slate but maybe he has like some sheikah technology that's an arm thing i don't know that's kind of just what i'm guessing that's, yeah, well yeah because it looks like it does the same things in this game that the the sheikah slate yeah did definitely has a one. stasis thing mm-hmm. um but then there was also a part where link was like going through a surface Right, like as a drop of water. Yeah. It was very strange. That definitely wasn't in the other game, yeah. so I'm interested to see um, what that is. Uh, I think, oh, what? Oh, yeah, the, there's still like the glider, like there's certain like play mechanics that seems like they're going to keep the same, which is perfectly fine with me. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, the gliding and the climbing and everything. Um, 
the music already good. It's gonna be. It was amazing in the first Breath of the Wild. That it's game, gonna be amazing that game's again. Music was something so special. <laughs> you know, like after I watched the trailer for the sequel, I actually went back and started listening again to the music from the first game, and it's just mm-hmm. like I love it so much. It's just so phenomenal. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, and I know I, I'm probably a little bit biased too because I play piano, and so anything that incorporates piano, I tend to like mm-hmm. just have a bias towards liking it better. And like, there's a lot of piano in that soundtrack, yeah. but still, though, it's just so perfect and like. Well, I feel like it's just uh, like a masterclass in like minimalism when it comes yeah. to music. Like, especially the overworld theme is just so sparse. It's just like little decorative piano elements yeah. like every once in a while. And then like, as you like start riding a horse, it picks up and like the theme like starts swelling and it's like, you start hearing like familiar sounds from other music in the game. Yeah. It's just, they like, it's so good. I, the the fact that they were able to create that feeling with just the yeah like when you're just like in a field running around just these little like piano trills mm-hmm. but it makes this feeling of just like I don't know open and kind of but kind of like desolate too at the same time which is what it is kind right. of and with little snippets of happy but little snippets of like oh like what was that feeling little, like, mi- little mysterious little, yeah little sad like yeah it's it's just it's just, it's just, it's just so perfect yeah. it's so perfect so that's ex- yeah. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping we get some some amazing new music. I'm like just excited. I'm as excited for the new soundtrack as I am for the game. Or it's like it's almost as that speaks as, really as highly as of the the soundtrack for the first one. Though. Yeah. But, so I don't know if there was anything else from the yeah, trailer um, that you wanted to. I wrote a couple talk things down also. because I knew we would be talking about this. Um, so yeah, one of the big things is that there's like new islands in the sky. Um, which is, I was kind of curious how they were going to change the world if they were going to change it at all. Cause mm-hmm. like, like you said, part of the excitement of the first game was like discovering new areas and yeah. if it was just going to be the same map in the sequel. I was like, well, what am I going to discover? Apparently I'm going to discover floating islands in the sky, <laughs> yeah. which seems pretty cool. Um, and like, there's kind of a history of that in the Zelda series too. Mm. Um, like Twilight Princess, Minish Cap, and uh, obviously the Skyward Sword have all yeah. had like floating island elements. Um, I also read, and I don't have sources for all of this because it's just like knowledge I've accumulated (laughs) over time with like (laughs) reading about this. But apparently, like the developers originally just had a bunch of ideas that they were planning on releasing as extra content for the original game. Oh, and then they were like, "Wait, we have enough ideas to just make a whole new game." So that's kind of how the 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 origin story of this. Um, Yeah, I pointed out like the same things you did with his arm. Um, and apparently they haven't revealed the official name of the game yet um, mm-hmm. because they're uh, concerned it will give away like story details that they're not ready to share yet. Mm. And a lot of people have speculated because of like some elements of the trailer that there's some kind of time travel mechanic because Link looks different in different parts of the trailer. And like, oh. like that weird arm, long hair version of Link is present in some parts. And then in some others, there's like sections where he just looks like he does from the first game. Still has weird arm though, if I'm remembering right. But like, so there's some speculation that maybe okay. there's some kind of time element and maybe that will be part of the title. And, and that's but, why. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. If they like release the titles, like <laughs> the legend of Zelda, <laughs> it's about time. It's about time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is actually the sequel, the, the name of a, it's a, it might be a game in the Ratchet and Clank series. Oh, it's about time. But I was going to say like Breath of Time or something or like that, but that that's, that's better. It's one of those. One of those. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, really excited for this game. Yeah, I'm so excited. It looks like it's basically more of the first game, which is exactly what I think everybody wanted. Yep. Um, but with like a whole new story. And yeah. I'm really curious what the story is going to be about because it, there's yeah, a lot of like snippets of it in the trailer, but it was kind of hard to tell like cohesively what it's going to be, which I think is mm-hmm. intentional. Anyway. Yeah, I, I it's so it's it's going to be great. <sighs> Something to look forward to. Yeah. I didn't write down when did they hit. Twenty twenty two is when they're saying. Okay, I thought I so thought that was what it was. But it won't be until next year at date. least. And the fact that they haven't nailed it down more specifically, which is kind of unusual for Nintendo, suggests that they aren't like committed to twenty twenty two. Yeah, probably. So don't get your hopes up, but hopefully. Hopefully, but yeah. I also want them to take their time and finish it, yep. make it good. Yep. And then when we do get to play it, it'll be all the better, exactly. and I'm very excited. So many great games to look yeah. forward to. It's, I think it's, it's great. it was Shigeru Miyamoto that said, a delayed game is good eventually, um, but a bad game is bad forever. Which was yes. also said in the time before patches were widely available, but <laughs> but still kind of applies it still does. Yeah, it does. I mean, mm-hmm. look at like Cyberpunk. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, 2077 or whatever, which I still haven't gotten. But yeah. I yeah. literally like, Googled today. I Googled Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> are the bugs fixed? And apparently it's like a really common Google search. <laughs> yeah. From <laughs> what I understand, like, it's not quite there yet. No. And I found an article saying that they were, they announced that they have moved like 60% of their development team is working on like new content and DLC stuff now. And only 40% is working on the bug fixes. Seems like and people are like, maybe, okay, maybe do <laughs> but more. The bugs but, are still there. Yeah. But they're like, we can't just work on the bugs forever. We have to release these other things like, okay, but everyone wants the bugs to be fixed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we want the game to be playable before. So. Anyway. Anyway. I don't know if I'll ever pick it up at this rate. Maybe eventually. Okay. That was our, uh, E3 2021 video game update. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, we just wanted to do a special topic episode for fun. And um, yeah, I know we definitely enjoyed looking at the new announce- the, uh, announcements for mm-hmm. all the games and stuff. So Yep, that's the best <laughs> The best and worst part about E3 is you get really excited for a bunch of games that you're not going to get to play for a really <laughs> <Yeah>. long time. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But it's okay, because we have games that we're playing now, so... Exactly. Those will hold us over, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Like Animal Crossing, which never ends. <laughs> <laughs> which I've played every day since March 20th last year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you probably have, like, some... Like, a high... Some type of record. You're up there in the charts of, of, of commitment to that I don't game, think Anthony. I'm, I don't know if I'm a world record holder or anything, but I definitely have... A U.S. record holder. Over 900 hours <laughs> left in that game. So. You're in the top... Five percent of I that players of that game. That actually could be. True. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna make that statement. I have no data to back that up, but I'm gonna make that statement right now. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we love video games. All right. Well, thank you for listening. As always, the links to this week's stories will be available in the episode description. You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash News, on Twitter at at News, and on Instagram at News. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.